Hey, Hey, Chosen Girl fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to season six of the Tell Me About It podcast. This season, we are so excited to bring you more chats about where real life meets the gospel of Jesus. And stay tuned as this season, we are bringing you even more special guests. Plus a brand new mini series on Jesus, what he means to us and the specific words he spoke while here on earth. If you aren't caught up, feel free to subscribe and binge our first five seasons wherever you find your podcast. And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you rated us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick-fil-A nuggets with us and and let's let's get this party started. Welcome back, Chosen Girl fam. Hello, everyone. We're so glad to be back. Gosh, we are so thankful for you guys. Like more than you than you know and if you've been following us on instagram then you know that we are coming off of a like a weekend high from being at women of joy which is a um christian women's conference that they have in pigeon forge and all over um i guess kind of like the southeast area for sure um, of the united states and it's just such a great weekend and it's kind of funny we had a lot of conversations there's a variety of of ages there from little babies to old ladies yes and um and we, you know, oftentimes churches will send a group or a bus full of ladies, but it's just us. We just come on our own. And it has been the biggest blessing. It has. So if you needed a reminder that you need to find a community or that to remind your community that you are thankful for them, consider this your reminder. Yes. Also, you girls are struggling with the pollen situation <laughs> in Middle sure. Tennessee. So y'all just bear with us. You may hear some ums and maybe even more aggressive barking <laughs> at some point of this podcast. But you know, we're trying to keep it professional. Like yep. keeping on keeping on. We're the little engines that could right now. As as Liz steps away from the mic to clear her throat. Yep. Y'all know. <laughs> like we're doing that. The, we're doing the best we can. Yes, absolutely. The devil ain't gonna be working through the pollen in the air today. So we are recording. But uh, I will tell you guys, so it, it's important when you feel your body saying, no, you need to rest. You need to rest. Mm-hmm. Because this started out as teeny tiny allergies that eventually erupted into full-blown full blown bronchitis because your girl didn't want to take care of herself and say no. And she has FOMO and she wants to do everything and be everywhere. You're talking to you or me? I'm talking to me, girl. <laughs> me too. Yes. But, you know... We made it. Here we are. We're yep. we're we're in the exodus of yep. of this valley of allergies. So, uh, did you just remember your daily Bible reading when I said exodus? Is that what you were just? No, I just remembered that I forgot to take any of the medications that I probably should in order oh, to feel no. better. But y'all do you want to stop really quick and we can, and you can? No, let's roll on. Okay, girl. So basically, we just wanted to kind of give you guys a recap of what has inspired us. Um, and a lot of it, I feel like, is around mentorship and community. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say so? Oh, oh, my gosh. That's the theme. And that's that's the constant reminder that's there. But I think one of the speakers that really spoke, um, that spoke to all of us that were in our group, and you know, especially us, um, when Lisa Bevere was talking about just the power in community and of really just being a woman, just reminding us that how, what power that there is in that and that yes. there's no, um, there's no mistake. And, you know, it's sometimes I think even whenever you're in the in ministry and you're reading the Bible 
can so so seldom you see about all these men it's all about the men the men get named and you don't see as many of the women and so sometimes if you are not careful like when you're reading you might find yourself longing being like oh man i wish there were more but that's not to to um demean the role that god has for Mm -hmm. you and anytime i begin to think about that or like oh i wish that there were i remember immediately that who were the first people to share the gospel women Women, the Great Commission, the thing we've been literally are here on this earth to do, the thing Jesus died for, who was the first person to do it? Yeah. And also, just the way that Jesus interacted with women in the Bible mm-hmm. was just a common theme of what came up this weekend. I get, I guess we're just some Christian feminists out here, and yeah. I'm okay with that. But uh, just even looking at the cultural context of women were not even supposed to speak to men in a public place. Mm-hmm. In the culture of the of the times that Jesus lived, so for him to have a one on one encounter with the woman at the well, mm-hmm. for him to address the woman with the issue of blood, the woman caught in the act of adultery, mm-hmm. the woman who had the demons um, possessing her, who was shriveled up and bent over and couldn't even look at his face, for him to call to her right. and say, "You come to me," was so profound. Mm-hmm. It was not only showing the people around Jesus at that time miracles literally taking place but breaking down status quos of who is worth more yeah. in society at that time and who is worthy mm-hmm. of the son of god speaking to them and god is no respecter of persons yeah and god is no respecter of gender apparently so well, you have to think that it's literally been thousands of years yeah like i think sometimes when i'm when i'm thinking back like i'm reminding of it today because i'm Y'all are, y'all know if y'all been with me for a minute, reading the Bible in a year. We're in second Chronicles, if you're curious, but it was going through, he had this son and who was the son of, who was the son of, who was the son of, and then it said whose daughter was and who was the son of, and who was the son of. Yes. And so two things crossed my mind. One, we forget about the amount of time that has passed when we're, when we're thinking about not just the story of Jesus, we're like, okay, that was 2000 years ago, but everything before him, the, the traditions and the culture, yes. the, you know, the uh, biases, everything, he was breaking that down from thousands of years. Like Genesis takes place over thousands of years. They lived to be a thousand years old themselves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, so when you think about it's hard, you know, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. It's hard to change a culture. But one of the things that I love that was mentioned is that if you want to change a culture, talk to the women. Yes, that's the truth. So there was a huge analogy the whole time that our girl Lisa Bevere was talking um, with lions and lionesses and just even studying nature mm-hmm. with the tendencies and patterns and mm-hmm. ways of certain animals in particular here talking about lions talking about how in in the culture of that animal but also the culture of us mm-hmm. as human beings women i'm telling you we are not just a thermometer we are the thermostat mm-hmm. i've always heard a man can buy a house but a woman creates a home That's true. and something that that was on my heart the whole time was mentorship yeah and I don't know if, you know, y'all know sometimes we can dog on the church and we, we never mean to be disrespectful. But I don't know if mentorship is exactly modeled well in the big C church. <clears throat> I don't always think that it is. I mean, I think you find it in, in pockets and in places. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's it oftentimes comes out of tragedy. It when does. 
You know, which is so sad that, that that's what initiates it oftentimes when that mother loses a child or when that, you know, when she gets a, with a, when a girl gets a divorce or yeah. a child loses a parent or, you know, when something major is happening, it's, it's a, that key for the church to reach out. But it, we should already have those steps, those, you know, put in place to connect young women with older women. Um, and it's, it's so important for, I think, twofold, which is something that we had talked about, you know, being in community with, with like-minded women yes. that are going through the same life stage is amazing. And it's so necessary and needed, but so is having a mentor, someone who's yes. been through it, who's on the other side and who can say, when I was in your shoes, this is what I faced. And this is how I overcame it. This is what I wish I had known. This is how the Lord worked. And I missed, yes. this is how I wish I had prayed. This is how I, this, these are the verses that I wish I'd, you know, plastered all over my heart to leave that me, wisdom that wisdom from experience that's the only way to get it yeah you know not to get wisdom but you know like there's so much wisdom that comes with experience yes and you need both yes and so i think sometimes that we miss that there's some churches that are i'm not saying that there's not churches that don't do both well but what you oftentimes find is a church can either be good at one or the other but we're all yeah. striving to be good at both that's so true and and it was so evident just and it, it's really ironic as well how Chosen Girl, if you're listening to this, uh, the statistics show you're somewhere between the age of 20 and 35. Mm-hmm. That's our number one demographic. That's where we Which are. makes me so happy. A mm-hmm. lot of people assume like we're just a teenage girl ministry, which we love our teenage girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the huge realm of ministry, there is a lot for teenage girls. And then there's a lot for older women. Yeah. And... Liz and I have been talking about and praying about how can we help the girls where and the women where we are, the 20 to 35s, where there, there's so much life change happening. Yes. When between the ages of even 25 and 35, you can be finding your career. You can be moving into your first home. You can be finding your boyfriend, fiance, husband. You can be having children. Yeah. Uh, raising children. Yeah, be living your single life. Be when li- society yes. thinks you should be having children. Exactly. For. Changing careers, mm. being established in the career that you're in, learning new things, meeting new people. It is a huge time, dare I say, the biggest time yeah. of change mm-hmm. in a young woman's life. And we pray and we are continuing to pray. How can we serve you guys? in this time of change Mm -hmm. when the big C church in ministry is serving, you know, teenagers in middle school and high school, which is a huge time Mm -hmm. and also serving women who are already in the thick of marriage or motherhood or their full adult life. Yeah. And the biggest realm of change, like we said, is just kind of in the middle. Mm -hmm. So what do we do here? Like we're just kind of out here, Dare I say no man's land trying to figure <laughs> out um, uh, what's my credit score? Like, <laughs> how do I boil an egg? And, you know, Liz and I were really blessed to have a lot of built in mentors to our family yes. with moms and aunts and grandmas and things like that. But also on a spiritual level, there's something to be said for someone one step ahead of you that isn't related to you mm. or, or, just isn't affiliated with you in that way, but can give so much wisdom to your life right where you are. Mm -hmm. And there's no bias of, I knew you when you were two or, or whatever. So my question is one, 
how can we help foster those relationships? And then two, like you and I, we're we're coming on our mm-hmm. late twenties here. I hate to tell you, <laughs> <laughs> but how do we seek that out and be that to mm-hmm. the twenty twos or the twenties yeah. or the nineteens mm-hmm. or even the twenty fives? Because I'm not the same person who I was at twenty seven than I was twenty five. So true. I'm not the same person that I was at twenty or that I am at twenty seven than I was twenty six. Yeah. So there's so much change and growth happening. Mm-hmm. How do we stay intentional with one finding community with where we are, mm-hmm. but then more of what I'm talking about now too, seeking out mentorships for us to be mentors and then for us to be mentees. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I just asked like five questions. That's okay. one, I'm like, Lord, how do we do this? <laughs> that's the real question. I think. Um, I think the the first easy step in my mind is, of course, like start out with prayer, like ask Amen. ask the Lord and be like, Lord, this is the season that I'm in, and I want your best for me. And can you guide me? Can you send someone? You know, can you send me someone to help? You know, whether that's community and some, so that might be someone your age, and that might be someone older, and uh, and be open to that. And then once yeah. you get to that place where you feel like there's someone or uh, several people pouring into your cup. Say like, Lord, you've you've blessed me, and I want to know how to how can I serve your kingdom by pouring into someone else? Yeah. And never once have I asked the Lord for an opportunity to serve Him, and He's been like, "Nope, request decline." That's so true. So come with a willing heart, a yes. willing and and I will say that sometimes that can be hard when you're um, if you're on the receiving end when you're being willing to receive. And being willing to give. And I say it's it's can be hard on, on both sides. And here's the reason why. When you're with an older person who's like more wise and is more experienced than you, they they can tell if you're being authentic or not in a heartbeat. That's so true. And they are going to say, why are you upset about, they're going to poke those hard parts, those things that you've been hiding, but because they've been there and they've been they've used those same strategies to hide whatever they're feeling, they're going to know right away. And it's like, ooh, like I want to, I want to go meet with Miss whoever, you know, again. Yeah. But who? She was, she was probably right, right where I'm vulnerable. Honey, keep on, press on. That's so true. It's so, it's good for you. You need yes people in your life, but then you need yes and no people in your life. Yes. Somebody who's going to say no, that's not a good idea. Yeah. Or no, that's not a good direction to go. Yeah. And that's to me true love. It is. It is. So, so search for that person that's not that, like you said, is not just a yes person. But that, but sees you yes. and sees your your pain, your struggle, and who will rejoice with you, and who will um, who will lift you up, and who will you know be that sounding board for you. Yes, and uh, pray and pray for for that. It, it's someone that you have to have a really good connection with. It can't just be some. That's I'm not saying you're looking for random people, but right. you know it's it's worth praying for. That type of relationship is worth yes. praying for. But I think also on the flip side, when you're mentoring someone that's younger. Um, it's it's praying for that that same type of connection as well. Yes, um, looking for someone that you can come alongside, and um, especially if you're in our demographic, someone like that probably is in their their early twenties. And I think there's a really great opportunity in either in the church through serving. Yes. you can oftentimes find those girls that you really connect with, or sometimes it's also um, professional. And that's, yeah, I'm coming that's through okay. this through a different, a slightly different lens, but I think about all the interns that I've had over the years and the few that I still have a good relationship with. And in looking back, I'm like, man, 
I wish that I had, you know, held on to that, that more and turned it from a professional relationship to a friendship. Yes. Um, and so those, that's, again, hindsight is twenty twenty. It but is. There's some, but if you were looking for someone to, to, to share with, you know, someone who shared your experiences, and you're like, God, is this a good move? Honey, listen to the discernment of the Lord. He'll put, yes. put, he puts people in places with a reason, and he will always honor a grateful and a willing heart. Yes. So that's, uh, that answers two of the questions, but. <laughs> well, and I love what you said about church. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, we, we pray for God to send things to us, but what are we, what are we reaching out for? Yeah. I love the story that I think, was it, uh, it was one of the speakers. I think it might've been Lisa Bevere, but it may have been the first woman who was so funny. Crystal. Crystal. Yeah. Crystal, Crystal Evans. Hurst. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tony Evans' daughter. Woo, he's been he been raising some daughters up <laughs> in here, but she was talking about, "Do you want to be well?" That verse, yes. or the the there was a man that approached Jesus and he had an illness, and and Jesus asked, "Do you want to be made well?" Mm-hmm. And another instance where he, um, I think it was the woman with like that I mentioned before with the demons who was bent over who could mm-hmm. not even straighten her body. And she had to approach him, just like the woman with the issue of blood. She had to reach out his garment. And I wonder how many places am I stuck in in my own life where I'm not reaching out. And God's there. He's just waiting for me to reach out. Mm -hmm. And I think about that, too. I I don't know if you remember several months back, I told you, I said, I wish I had a mentor. I'm praying for a mentor that's just one step ahead of me. You know, I've got so many women I look up to in my life that are 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years <laughs> older than me, and that's such a blessing. Mm-hmm. But what a gift to have somebody just going right before you, experiencing things that you're about to experience in your life in the next year, two years, three years. Yeah. And I feel so convicted because I'm like, who am I asking out to coffee? Uh-huh. Who am I asking to come sit at my dinner table? Yeah. Because they may be praying, Lord. I feel like I'm supposed to mentor someone. Ooh, girl. Please send someone my way. Mm-hmm. Show me who I need to mentor. Likewise, I, I ask the Lord, Lord, if I can be an influence on anyone, let me know. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, girly, the next week I met somebody and I thought, if I don't invite her out to coffee right now, then I've, th- that's a waste of prayer. Yep. And we actually have our third coffee date this week. I love that. And the thing is... I thought that I was going to be the one mentoring her. I'm learning 10 times more things from her. You never know. I know. Mm-hmm. So what what in your life is that a stalemate that God is saying, and, and this is something, this was probably one of my biggest takeaways from mm-hmm. this weekend. Are you even doing what I previously told you to do? Yeah. I've been asking God for a lot of answers mm-hmm. to a lot of really important life questions. Like, not just, like, why God, but, like, next moves for, like, me and my family. And I've been honestly so discouraged Mm -hmm. because I don't know if you've ever been at a point where you feel like the Lord has led you to something, and you do it, and then nothing is working out. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm here. And I, I was feeling so discouraged and so down and so just weary Mm -hmm. and I go to this conference and I feel so clearly the Lord saying you're asking me for answers 
when mm-hmm. you have not followed previous instruction. Oh, girl. Okay, preach on. And you're not even doing the bare minimum of what you know to already do despite any instruction. Mm-hmm. So why don't you start with that? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, God. And I'll tell you, once I let go of that pride of maybe this is me, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what has filled my heart the past three days. Yeah. Gratitude. Ooh, want to do it. Because when you go from asking God, God, why isn't this happening? Why isn't this happening? Like you, I thought that you wanted me to do this and now this has come up and Mm -hmm. this, that, and the other. You start to become prideful and you start to lose your humility and that immediately leads to not being grateful. But immediately when I turned and looked at myself in the mirror of there's unfinished stuff that I still need to do, Mm -hmm. my heart was grateful again. And it was soft. That's so good. And it is soft. Yeah. So, like, you know when you come back from a conference and you're typically, like, quote-unquote, on fire? Yeah. Or, like, church camp, whatever. Oh, yeah. I, I don't feel that fiery, like, that fiery nature right now. Mm-hmm. All I feel is gratitude. That's good. That's a good place to be. Yeah. I don't know who needed to hear that. I don't know if that was for somebody. But, man, as soon as I started looking at what God has done... And what I needed to do instead of what God hasn't done. Uh-huh. Man. Perspective. Perspective has changed. Shifting that perspective. I think that's yes. something that Crystal Crystal Hurst had also talked about. And it perspective matters so much. It does. It can change everything. And, you know, we I think about, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. Or look what they've got. Or this is what I want. Or this is a prayer that I've prayed and it hasn't been answered. But... You're so right. That attitude of gratitude, you know, what has been answered. And then also that reflection of like, what am I doing? Being honest, brutally honest with yourself. It's hard, but it's, it's neat. You need it. Everybody needs that wake up call because mm-hmm. I'm telling you something I wrote during, uh, I think it was her, her breakout session was how can we fight the battle against complacency and apathy? Like just not caring yes. or just like, I know, I know there's other sisters in Christ there with me mm-hmm. where there's just sometimes you just don't care about improving yourself. You like, if we're being completely honest, you don't care about sharing the gospel. Yeah. You just feel so stuck. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I started to be honest with myself, that that all it's almost like a cloud lifted. Yeah. Like I felt the fog of that complacency lift. Like you're waking up mm-hmm. from a nap. So true. So true. It's you know, I remember um we all I feel like we've all had that phase where we decided to start blogging. Yes. And I don't even remember what my blog was called. But I remember one of the first things, because I just wanted a space to get thoughts out. Yeah. And so it's it's out there somewhere on WordPress, whatever it was called. Um, but I remember I, one of the first ones I wrote was about being uncomfortable. Mm. And um, it's funny now because that was probably four years ago when I think I had that thought. And that really crossed my mind. Like the Lord really put on on, on my heart about what is the value of being comfortable to you? Mm. And that... It was like, it called me out. I was like, Ooh, I, I really enjoy being comfortable. Yeah. And I like being challenged when I want to be challenged, 
but not how I probably need to be challenged. Being challenged is doing something that I don't want to do safely. Yes, that's, oh, girl. And I'm like, oh, no, like the challenge that God is calling me to is so much more than that. It requires, it requires true faith. Yes. And I'm like, so what, to what extent am I willing to give it? Am I, am I, am I a willful giver of, of all of me? Or am I limiting God to just like this, this small portion because this is what's comfortable. Mm. And so, you know, that, that when she was talking about complacency, I'm like, Ooh, right there. That's really hard. That's, that's striking a nerve. Yeah. Because I'm afraid to do X, Y, and Z because what about my work schedule? And what about like, do I actually have time? Do I actually have time? Do I have the energy? Is it worth like, is this really what I want to do? Where am I going? What am I doing? And I, like you, come back to the same thought of, okay, do what you know to do right now and keep on until the Lord says otherwise. Yes. Do, you know, do the best you can with what you have where you are. Yes. And I think about um, how many times, I think, let's see, what was it? Season two, I think we had our moms on the podcast. Um, we need we need to have my mom back because she's really funny. Yes, and, uh, Lord. She, <laughs> Mary Sanders. Yes. Well, she says she, there was several, we quote her all the time. But one of the things is she was like, do, do it right the first time and you won't have to do it again. And the number of times that I have said that to myself and sometimes said it to her, <laughs> but just remembering that that rings true with the Lord too, mm. with the commandments that he has told us, um, do, do it right the first time. Yeah. Did you, did you do it right the first time is even a question. Yeah. Did you do anything at all? Yeah. And that's it's like, my question. It's like, Oh, Oh, I actually, I need to go back and review. <laughs> well, and the thing is there's so much grace to be had we don't realize how gracious god is Mm. and how compassionate he is and i love matthew west said Mm -hmm. god doesn't just love you like he likes you yeah he thinks so much of you Mm -hmm. but the thing that really troubles my enneagram three achiever heart Mm -hmm. about complacency is that the myth of complacency is you think that you're just standing still yeah but really, you're you're going backwards or you're backsliding. You're, yeah, yeah. And I, I wrote, um, and I don't know if I'll publish this as a blog, but I the, the one day you came up in my room and I was typing, I was writing about how we're all builders mm-hmm. and we're all every single day mm-hmm. choosing to build something, yeah. our own house, the song that our life sings, mm-hmm. and. The thing about it that is so ironic and terrifying but also encouraging is that we're building whether we realize it or not. So you can either build intentionally or you can build passively. And building passively, you're going to build habits like me, like a habit or a a room of bitterness Mm -hmm. or a room of pride, Mm -hmm. not being grateful asking God so many questions, which God welcomes our questions. Mm -hmm. But something that Chris Wolvenshurst said, God welcomes our questions, but he does not welcome our disobedience. I'm telling you, y'all already know. Yes. And y'all go follow all of these amazing women on Instagram um, because they they have such great lives of ministry. Mm -hmm. But there is so much grace in the power that we have and we're building something every day. Mm-hmm. And I'm using that as an analogy to our lives. Yeah. 
we're building something every day. You can be intentional about it or not. But the thing that I love about God and when we pair up with God is that anything is subject to remodeling. That is what's so hard for us to, we can't handle change. And that's, that to me is the gift of grace. Mm -hmm. I've built so many rooms that the Lord is having to come in and say, nope. Mm-mm. We're gonna have to change the wallpaper in here. Yeah, that's that's not how we do things in my kingdom. Yep, and that's okay. It is. It is okay. It's and pruning, and we should seek it. Yes, we should seek it. Be prepared for it. You know, I think it's. Um, oh my goodness, Thomas Kempt. The it's the writer of the book that we've been doing in our in our friend Bible yes. study, and it again it blows my mind. You know, those words were written in fourteen hundred and fifty or Insane. whatever. Forever ago, and it still rings true, but it, it just reminds me that um, to really just be humble. Don't think too highly of yourself. Yes. And I don't mean that to, like, not love yourself or, like, you know, to wish anything bad upon yourself by no means. But it's remembering that God is higher, that more than our comfort, more than our wants, more than our fears, more than our dreams, that we serve a God above all of that. And it's so it cracks me up because the Lord knows he knows what we want, and he knows what we need. And I promise you, you will want what, what you need from the Lord. Far, You should want that. Yes. And, and it is far better than anything we will want. Delight yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. That's what it is. That's what it is. And it's not that, you know, you wanted this certain um, this certain job or this certain, you know, to live in a certain place, or mm-hmm. you always dreamed that you would marry this certain person or, you know, whatever it may be. But the closer you draw to the Lord, the more that your desires become his desire. Yes. And that opens you up for that. You're like, all right, God, you want to change that wallpaper? Change it. His perfect I'll help will. you tear it down. Because you realize he, he's not only good, but he's loving. Yes. And when a father is good, perfect, and loving, mm-hmm. then what he wants for you is so much more than you could have ever wanted for yourself. Yes. And taking that humility back to the community aspect that we first started talking about with mentorship and creating community. I feel like a lot of culture has created this quote-unquote, if they wanted to, they would, Mm -hmm. mindset, which can be applied to a lot of things, which dating could be one of them. Mm -hmm. But I think about how we treat people within the church holding them to a standard of perfection when that's something that we can never achieve. Mm -hmm. And I think of the times where I've heard people say, and I've even had the thoughts of, well, nobody reached out to me. Nobody invited me. Mm -hmm. That is not the mindset we need to have. Yep. That we have got to humble ourselves and think, Hey, have I put myself out there? Mm -hmm. Maybe they did forget to invite me. Yeah. And, if it is a toxic toxic environment where you were intentionally left out of a woman's group or whatever, maybe you should consider finding another church yeah. or talking to a leader at that church about the things going on. But I promise you guys, be humble and put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. You will be so glad that you did. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. you know, For sure. Yes. And, you know, on the... To follow that up is when when you are, but just like we talked about boundaries a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. is that if you repeatedly find, you know, that this isn't a, a space that's that's bringing fruit, it may not be a place that the Lord's calling you to. Yeah, and that's okay. Be open. Oh, have open hands. 
to where the Lord's trying to take you and what he's trying to bring you to. Um, But I just can't say enough good things about seeking that community, seeking that mentorship. Yes. Amen, girl. And and we pray that we can continue to grow with you guys in the demographic that we are. And, of course, there's some younger than the demographic we mentioned and some older. All of you are welcome here. But if you guys ever have any suggestions on how we can, of course, we know we're virtual. You're listening to us on podcasts. You're Mm -hmm. looking at us on Instagram. You see our resources on our website. So we're not physically together. But if there's any way that we can serve you guys and help you, Find this community wherever you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, we're praying for you. But if there's anything that we can do for you guys, if you have a suggestion, please let us know. Because God created us for community. Mm-hmm. Amen. And we're going to be talking about this in next week's episode. God created us to reach out to other people. Yes. And share his gospel. Amen. He did. Yes. It's the great It's the great commission. And never doubt that that the Lord has something better to come for you yes that he wants he wants the best for you and we get access to that best when we are obedient amen and when we are faithful to the lord and um and as always it's just like if if you were if you're new to this faith and it may not look like what you expected it to look like mm-hmm. i just want to speak for a moment to, to those girls that are like what is this you know christianity thing this is what i hear about it I want you to know that, you know, despite what rumors may say or past experiences or someone else's experiences, that there's a community here of women who are loving and who are wise and who want to come beside you and who want to laugh with you and do yes. silly things. And but also it's tell about the Lord's truth um, to grow together, to cry together, to mourn together. Mm-hmm. And that is a true gift. And I, I just over and over and over this weekend while we're sitting there and worship is going on, I just, I had my eyes closed and I, to hear the sound of this entire crowd singing, you know, when they would, when they would stop the instruments and it, the, the voices would just ring through. Yeah. It was just such a, it was just a moment of like, wow, what a joy and gift it is to be in community with, with God's people. And there was a moment, um, when, uh, I can't remember who it was, if it was, um, Sheila Walsh or who, and then we just said, said the name Jesus. Yes. And whenever a crowd of, you know, that many women are just saying the name Jesus, it almost sounds like a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. It does. You're and right. it was that moment of like, wow, I know that, I know that God hears us right now, but he hears me when I say that too. And so if you are looking for that community, honey, pray for it. Yes. The Lord wants it for you. He has it for you. But don't forget that he will also use you and call you to pay it forward. Mm. Because that's our, that's that's why we're here. Amen, girl. That was good. That's good. I hope this helped you guys. Yeah, we so again, that conference is called Women of Joy. If you're in the Tennessee area or the southeastern United States area, it's such a fun conference. Grab all your best gal pals, you know, rent you a cabin, grab a hotel room, whatever it is. They're not paying us to say this, but there, there are so many conferences that are out there. That's not the only one, but it's just something that we all are saying to ourselves. 
We're so glad that we come. We have to come back every year, regardless of the season. Mm -hmm. It is nice to get a nice refresh and be reminded of the love God has for you. Yes. Um, Amen. And maybe do a little shopping too. (laughs) And maybe one day there'll be a chosen girl conference. You never know. You never know. Look at the Lord. He can do anything. I I, I ain't going to put it past him. Amen. Yes. Amen. We hope you guys have a great week and we can't wait to join you back here next Tuesday as we talk about sharing the gospel because that is one of the number one topics that you guys want to talk about with us. So perfect. we'll see you back here then. Bye. Bye, guys. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girls Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.